if you want to learn how to become sell transformationally in your business, if you want to have transformational conversations, at the foundation of every transformational sale is a problem. Without a clear identification of a problem, you cannot make a transformational sale. Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 334. Today, I want to talk to you about what I believe to be the number one social selling strategy for 2023. And I'm actually going to be sharing with you a recording of a training that I did for a team this past week. And in this training, I talked a lot about what I think it's going to take to win selling on social in 2023. And we talk about these two different styles of selling that if you've been listening to the podcast, I'm sure you've heard me talk about quite a bit. But I thought that this particular training I explained it in a way that I think it was the best that I've ever explained the difference between the two ways we teach to sell transactional, transformational. And so I just felt like there'd be a lot of value to share this with you here on the show. I specifically talk about the current state of the world we're living in today and some of the changes that as business owners we need to make if we want to continue to use social media for selling. So I hope you get a lot of value out of the episode today. And I want to just give all of you a heads up. So I am looking to start doing more of these types of trainings. I've gotten away from them this year just because there's been lots going on. But I am as convicted and passionate as ever about this thing that we're teaching now called Love, Serve, Grow. And specifically, the message around transformational selling and why that's so important And so I am on a mission to get this out to as many people as possible. So here's what I want to put out to all of you listening to this. If you are a leader, if you have an established team, if you think you could get a big group of people together on a Zoom, whether it's your team or combining up with some other leaders, I would love to be able to do a training for your team. And I promise you it will be some of the most impactful 30 minutes of content that your team has ever heard. And here's the thing. I don't have anything to sell. I don't want to sell. I just want to spread the word of transformational sales because I think it is the most important thing that every single person needs in this space. So if you listen to this episode today and you're like, man, if my team could only hear that live from Bob and you think you can get a good group together, shoot me a message on Instagram, DM me, let me know, and we'll see if we can get something on the calendar for 2023. So let me kick it over to the training. All right. Well, thanks for having me today. And hello, everyone. I guess thank you is in order for being willing to contribute to the great cause that you all were supporting to be here today. And if we have anybody that happens to be watching this on the replay, hello to you as well. So I guess I'll start off by just introducing myself for the benefit of any of you that may not know who I am or have listened to any training that we do. So we create all of our training, content. We have a coaching company that really focuses on the network marketing industry. The name of the company is Your Virtual Upline. We have a podcast, which is a pretty popular way for people to find us. It's called the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. And we teach a philosophy 
of building a network marketing business that we call Love, Serve, Grow. So love, service, and growth are really the core values that drive the work that we do. And we believe that these are not things that just sound nice. They're actually the secret to really building a sustainable business that changes lives. And so today, I'm going to be teaching you what I believe to be the most important foundational principle inside of this thing that we teach Love, Serve, Grow that I know is going to help you tremendously when it comes to sharing your products and business with people. We're going to talk about the skill of selling. And today I'd like to present to you what we believe it's a new way. We think it's a better way to sell, especially the world that we're living in today, which I don't think any of us can disagree. It's it's a little uncertain, the economy and things that are happening. And it would be easy. A lot of the leaders that I speak to, a lot of times they're expressing some frustration because they've seen their businesses kind of stall out and they're working really hard and they're trying to motivate their teams and they're trying to find people to talk to. And it feels like it's becoming harder and harder every day. And so today, I actually want to make an argument for if you can develop the skill of selling the way that I'm going to teach you today that a lot of what other people are viewing as obstacles actually can become a really tremendous opportunity for you. And so a little bit of background on me, I've spent quite a bit of time working with Unique in different capacities. I've had the good pleasure to get to know very well and work with a lot of different leaders over the last five years that I've been doing this. I've actually trained at two different Unique events. Corporately, they brought me in. So I'm very familiar with your company. I'm very familiar with your culture. I know that what you all are about, very mission purpose-driven, that aligns perfectly with what we teach. So, so let me kind of dive into this topic of selling. Sales is an interesting thing to discuss in our profession. I think a lot of us kind of have this resistance to the concept of selling. We try to convince ourselves that that's not what we do, right? You know, we don't sell, we just share and you just do. And listen, the reality of is this, is you sell in your business. You sell, okay? Sales is just a conversation. That's what selling is. Selling is having a conversation with someone. Now, the tough thing for some people to come to terms with ones that are struggling, they just don't know how to sell. Doesn't mean that you're not capable of selling, just means that you haven't developed the skill of selling. And I believe that the skill of sales is the single most important foundational skill in any business that there is. You want to be a great leader, you have to be a great salesperson. You have to sell the people on your team every day on the mission of the company, on the industry, on your products, on doing the work. You got to sell them on their self. You got to sell yourself on yourself, right? We're constantly managing our own self-doubt, fear, insecurities, all those types of things. You want to be a great marketer. You want to be successful creating content on social media. You have to know how to sell. See, what a lot of people don't realize is the best marketers in the world are also tremendous salespeople. All content is when you're filming a reel, when you're doing a TikTok or your story, whatever it might be, even if you're just posting, all you're doing is having a sales conversation out loud for a bunch of people to hear. So one of the things that I'm really passionate about is changing people's relationship to sales. Sales is not a bad thing. Sales and service are not opposites. 
A lot of us are led to believe that we hear, you know, we see these nice, and I actually used to say this for whatever it's worth. So I'm not pointing any fingers because I didn't know any better. We see all these nice little memes on Instagram, serve, don't sell. You have to serve, not sell. And the truth of the matter is this. Sales, when done the way that I'm going to teach you today, is the ultimate form of service. The greatest opportunity you will ever have to serve someone in your business is after they buy from you and after they join your team. So we have to learn how to kind of lean into a little bit of a different approach. And the problem that we see a lot, so because we're very vocal about this thing that we call Love, Serve, Grow, and we tend to attract a lot of people to our community and to our programs that are fundamentally motivated by something more than just making money. And it's not to say that we shouldn't want to make money, right? We believe one of the things that we teach in Love, Serve, Grow is the amount of money that you make is actually a byproduct of your ability to love, serve, and grow. So, but the people that come to us, they come to us because fundamentally one of the biggest reasons why they got involved in this profession is they want to help people. I'm somebody, I like nice things, but at the end of the day, that doesn't bring me fulfillment, right? Driving a new car, living in a nice house. These are great things. I'm very grateful and appreciative of them, but they don't fulfill me, right? They don't bring me that lasting joy. Helping people does, making an impact, knowing that I am making a difference in someone else's life. This is what matters to me. So we have lots of these people that come into our world and I see a problem. They have the right intentions. They have the right heart. They want to help. They want to serve, but they don't have the right approach. They've only been taught one way to sell and they don't realize that it's actually limiting their ability to do what they most want to do. So let me break down these two different ways to sell for you. So the first way, and this is what almost everybody's taught. And once again, there's nothing wrong with this fundamentally because you can certainly sell this way and you can have success. And there are people that you can help But the problem is, is that you will always severely limit your ability to grow the kind of business that you want and really make a difference in the lives of people the way that you truly think you should be. We call it transactional selling. Now, transactional sales, there are two things that predominantly determine a transactional conversation, product and price. So what I would challenge all of you to do is this, go back and now would be a good time because We just had Black Friday, right? This is the biggest selling weekend of the year. And so what's the thing about Black Friday that gets everybody excited? Well, because we have amazing deals, right? Prices are lower. There's discounts. There's incentives. There's there's opportunities for people to buy at a reduced price that we don't normally see. And so the natural tendency for most people in this profession over, let's say, a Black Friday is they make that really the focus of all the conversations they're having with people. Great deal, this, that. And once again, nothing wrong with that, but we're going to talk about some of the limitations of that. The second thing is product. And so what I would invite you to do is go back and look at the conversations that you had over Black Friday and notice how much you just talk about those two things, product and price. When we talk about product, it's why your product is better than someone else's, right? Your eyeliner, your makeup, you know, it might be the ingredients. It might be other things, right? We're constantly promoting these two things. When it comes to business, the price of somebody actually getting involved is the cost of them doing the work, the amount of time, money, and effort. And then the product is the opportunity, right? Money, 
residual income, lifestyle, freedom, whatever that might be. This is what almost everybody talks about. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't talk about these things, but if this is what you're leading with and this is all that you're talking about in a conversation, you're going to run into problems. There are two really big problems that come up with transactional selling. Number one is that it doesn't create loyalty or retention. Customer loyalty and consultant retention is really tough when you're selling transactionally. Think about it like this. How many times have you made a bunch of sales? And some of you probably just made a bunch of sales on Black Friday and you're all excited because you're thinking, okay, maybe this is going to finally give me the momentum that I need to be able to start building this thing. And it's really nothing more than just a a blip on the radar, right? You just kind of fall right back to where you were. You have a bunch of people that bought because it was a great deal, but they go find a better deal somewhere else and they never buy from you again, or they buy the product and they don't use it. You always struggle following up with them, knowing what to say. You certainly can't sell them other stuff. This is the byproduct of transactional selling. And here's the reason why. There's no emotional attachment to the sale. They're just buying it because it sounds like a great deal, then they're not really truly emotionally attached. They're looking at it. It really is nothing more than a transaction. Here's my product. Here's your thing. You want it? Great. Here we go. There's not a lot of value in that kind of a purchase. And here's why a lot of the people that I talk to are struggling today. Not everybody, but a lot of them are. And one of the things that I try to get them to realize, it's because transactional selling strategies lose their effectiveness in down economic times. See, when people are a little bit more intentional and discerning about where they spend their money, they have higher expectations for their purchases. They want more value. They want experiences. They want to buy products from companies that know that their values align with theirs. And when we're transactionally selling, it's very hard to communicate and connect with people in those areas. So that's the first thing. The second problem with transactional selling is that it always leads us to hustling and trying to do more. See, because we're selling, but it's not sustainable. We've got to replace the customers that bought and never bought again. We have to go out and recruit new people because they joined and they never did the work. So we're caught in this cycle where we just have to keep going more, 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 more. And we think more is the answer, but it's not. You know, and hustle is an interesting word because it's thrown around a lot today. And I would consider me anti-hustle. But I want to say one thing. Hustle, being anti-hustle doesn't mean that you don't work hard. That's the misconception. People think, oh, I'm going to be anti-hustle. I'm going to just kick my feet up and just sit by the pool and just wait until the business. That's not the way it works. And you know that. Anybody that tells you you don't have to work hard, they've either never built a business or they're trying to sell you something. Anti-hustle to mean means this, you trying to outwork your own self-doubt. See, that's one of the things about being transactional. There's different layers to this conversation. And one of the reasons why we're always so product and price focused when we're thinking transactionally is because a transactional mindset will always be attached to the results. And what that means is you define your sense of self by the results of your business. And the results are not coming in. You feel unworthy. You don't feel good enough. So you just keep, if I just keep working harder, eventually I'll get what I'm looking for, but you never do. So that's why I say transactional results are never sustainable over time. 
So what do we have to do? Well, I propose that there's a better way to sell. And I also propose that in the current state of the world we live in today, economically, this is by far the smarter way. And it's what we call transformational selling. So here's the biggest difference between transactional and transformational. Transactional selling focuses on product and price. Transformational selling focuses on problems and value. So let me introduce a concept to you. This is really important. I'm going to try to do this with my hands to the best of my ability. So there's this thing. It's an important economic relationship. It's the price-value equation. So what we have to understand when we're selling, and when I say selling, it doesn't mean just products. It means business as well. If your prospect, if they don't believe, people only buy when they believe that the value of something is greater than the price. Price is what you pay. Value is what you get. When somebody thinks they're going to get something that's more than what they have to pay, they will buy all day, every day. And by the way, price will mean nothing because we don't make purchasing decisions based on price. We make it based on value. What's interesting to me is people will say, I can't get anybody to buy. My people don't have money. And I say, do you really believe that? That they don't have money? Because I bet if you followed up with some of those people, then when they said no to you, they went to someone else the next day and bought something they were selling. And you wanted the only difference because they saw more value. So we have a responsibility. When I talk about developing the skill of selling, we have to learn how to create value in the eyes of our prospects. Now, transactional sales, here's what it tries to do. It tries to drive down the price in the prospect's eyes thinking it will make it look more valuable. So we do this on the product side through discounts, through promotions, through incentives. How many people do you know are constantly discounting their products? Or here's what we see a lot. Just join the business and you'll get the products at a discount, right? See that all the time in this profession. My opinion, not a good move. Not a good move. If you've got to discount your products just to get people to buy them, That's not a really good sustainable business model. And the other side of it is this. A lot of times we kind of manipulate might be a harsh word, but we push people in a direction that they're not ready to go yet. And all of a sudden now they would have been a customer and we would have thought about them a certain way, but now we're looking at them as a potential rep. So we treat them a little differently. And the kind of experience they should have got as a customer, they're not getting. So now it's just, it's this weird situation. So, but they, we manipulate price or here's what we do. When it comes to the business, we try to make it seem like it's not a lot of work. So the price of doing the business is how much time, how much money, how much effort. When I look at social media and I look at a lot of the people today, how they promote their business, here's a lot of what I see. I'll just make money from your phone, post away, right? Little side hustle. It's no big deal. Just share. It's like we're constantly trying to diminish the amount of work and effort that people think to do it, thinking that it will make it seem more valuable. But here's the problem. It doesn't because there is such a thing as perceived value. 
So as you begin to drive down the price of your products, the cost of somebody doing the business, in most people's eyes, it actually becomes less valuable. See, those things move together. So think of it. If something is like such a great deal and it's so easy to get, is it really going to feel like it's valuable to you? See, there's a certain aspect. Scarcity creates value. When something's harder to get, it's automatically assumed to be more value. And what's interesting is a lot of people, and there's been lots of studies on this, will correlate price and value. There was a, a big study that, that they did on, it was a blind taste test for wine, red wine. There were three bottles, okay? Blind taste tests, three bottles. And they had over 100 people that went through this. And each one was priced differently, right? From lowest to highest. And they went through and they had them taste the wine. And then they asked them, which wine did you like the best? And 95% of them said the most expensive bottle. Now, here's the thing. It was all the same wine. Same wine, identical wine, but they associated price with value. I'm not proud to admit this. I do the same thing. My wife, Shannon, I drive her crazy. I, she goes, why'd you buy that? Why didn't you buy it? I'm like, well, this one was more. She goes, so what? I'm like, well, it's probably better, right? But I'm telling you, the, the kind of customers that you want, this is the way that a lot of them think, right? And But think about the business as well. This, I think, is a big problem. I always hear people, they tell me, Bob, I can't attract the right people. Can't find business builders. And I say, okay. And then I look at the conversations that they're having around the business, clearly transactional, right? Just focusing on product and maybe sometimes it's price. Like sometimes we'll have a, you know, I don't know. I'm sure Unique has had, it's like a free to join deal or it's like super cheap to join. And you get a bunch of people that join and then what happens? They do nothing, Right. Or in a case where if your business really is inexpensive to join, which I believe it is for you, then the natural tendency sometimes is the people that you really want to recruit, they're not seeing enough value in what you do because of the cost to join. So you have to work even harder. If you have a low startup cost, you have to work even harder to build value. Now, here's how we build value. Because I'm sure this is not the first time that you've heard somebody tell you you need to do this, right? You just got to demonstrate value. And, and we hear it, but we think wrongly that the way that we build value or the way that we create value or get someone really interested is we tell them how great it is. That's what transactional selling is talking, it's pitching, it's pushing, Right thinking that that's going to do the trick, but it's actually the exact opposite. Because transactional selling a lot of times triggers people's sales resistance because it feels like sales. People don't want to be sold. So I'm going to tell you a quick story that I think will perfectly demonstrate how transformational selling is different. So when I was building a network marketing business, the first company that I was in was extremely transactional in nature. It was all about selling the dream, the big picture, this and that. And that was all we did. And it was very fake it till you make it, which kind of makes me gag now. But at the time, that's just what I was brought up in. And so we were taught that when somebody was interested in your business, there was this kind of canned sales pitch that you went through a presentation. And it was like, we rehearsed it and we practiced it. So I would 
this is before like Zoom and stuff. I would meet people all the time in coffee shops. And if I had somebody that was even remotely interested, I would sit down, we'd go to a Starbucks or whatever. The minute I would sit down, it would be like I would flip the switch and I would just go into my presentation mode, right? You know, I would ask some questions in the beginning just to build rapport, but it was nothing more than just lip service. And I'd be doing my presentation and we were always taught like, Every minute or two, you say, does this make sense? Yes, it makes sense, right? So you don't want to just talk for the whole hour. And what I noticed was I would go through this whole presentation, show them how great the compensation plan was, tell them all this stuff. And I could never get people to say yes. I would even have people that would be like, this makes total sense. Like they would say all the right things, but they just wouldn't pull the trigger. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? People are like, what's well, just the way that it is? I'm like, I don't want to believe that that's just the way that it is. So one time, this was not an intentional thing, but looking back, it perfectly explains the shift that I'm trying to help you make. I was in medical sales and I met another medical sales rep in a doctor's office that I was uh, calling on. We exchanged cards. We just hit it off. I was just like, this guy's like me. I could just tell right away. So we exchanged cards. I called him up. I said, hey, you know, are you open to looking at other ways to make money? I don't remember what I said, but anyway, we went, we went and we met. And I remember thinking, let me try something different with this guy. Because it just didn't, it didn't feel authentic for me to do what I had always done. So I sat down with him. I did not pull out my presentation material. I didn't go into my pitch. I just thought to myself, let me get to know this guy. Because I really believed that he was me. And in thinking that, I thought, well, man, like if he has the same problems that I had in medical sales before I joined my company, right? If he's feeling uncertain about his future, if his company is going through layoffs, if he's getting frustrated because he's getting paid less and less because insurances are paying. Like, I just was like, I, I just want to find out if he's like me. And we sat there and we talked and I asked him questions. What I did to him was I demonstrated a level of understanding around his problems that most people didn't get because I was him. And it was this amazing, effortless conversation that just flowed. Something happened towards the end of the hour that I will never forget. He stopped me mid-sentence because he knew that, you know, he, we were like one hour and it was like 50 minutes and he knew we were closing on the hour. He looked at me, he said, all right, I'm in. And I said, I was like totally taking, I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I'm in. I was like, okay. He goes, I was like, do you want to know what it is? And I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, I don't need to. He said, because I believe that you can help me. And if you're doing it, then I want to do it too. And in that moment, I thought back to the hundreds of presentations that I had given, the hundreds of hours that I had spent banging my head against the wall, trying to get people to get it, talking and talking and talking. And I was like, I get it now. See, the way that you create value in a sales conversation is not by talking. It's by listening. It's by asking purposeful questions. See, what I did in that meeting without even really realizing it was I built trust. And I built trust because I demonstrated a knowledge of this guy's problems in life that most other people would not have understood. 
And the rest of the process was easy. I didn't even have to think about it. It was $500 to join my business. He gave me his credit card. He didn't even flinch an eye. What did I learn about that? And, and what can we learn today? Well, I think the most important thing to understand is if you want to learn how to become sell transformationally in your business, if you want to have transformational conversations, at the foundation of every transformational sale is a problem. Without a clear identification of a problem, you cannot make a transformational sale. See, a problem is actually what creates an emotional attachment to somebody taking your products or joining your business. See, when you're having a transformational conversation, what you're doing is you are presenting what you do as a potential solution to something that they've been struggling with for some time. And I got news for you. The name of the company and the product don't matter. They don't matter. They don't matter. Transactional people don't get it. They think the value is in the product. The value is not in the product. The value is in you. The value is in you helping people and introducing them to solutions and guiding them and providing them with education and support. That's the value. The greatest advantage we have in our business is we can provide a level of value and service that most businesses can't because of the nature of our business. So we like to say, when you're transformationally selling, you are a problem finder and a problem solver. When you see what I did was think about that whole price value equation without even telling them what it was. I created such immense value for him doing it just by doing what I said. So it begs the question, what are the problems and how do we find them? So I think what I'm about to share with you, I believe is the, I believe it's the single greatest realization. It is the biggest aha moment that any of you will ever have in your business. And it will fundamentally change the way you feel about prospecting, about sharing your products in business. Those of you that struggle with confidence and belief when it comes to sharing the business, you do what I'm about to tell you, it will completely shift. Here's the life-changing realization. You are your ideal prospect. You are looking for you. Now, not the you of today, the version of you right before you started with unique. See, here's what I want you to think about. We teach people there are two primary problems you need to identify in your business. One is related to your products and one is related to the business. Now, for the purpose of this conversation, let's just focus on the business. So what I invite people to do and what I'll invite you to do is I want you to take yourself back to that season of your life that you were in. When whatever happened, happened, you finally made the decision, this is something I'm going to do. Now, you may have started with the products and join the business as part of that. And so technically you were in the business, but you didn't do anything with it for a year. Well, let's go to that moment a year later. What was going on in your life that made you want to do this? What was the problem? Were you a stay-at-home mother that just was like finally at the point where I just want something outside of the home? Were you in a job or career that was burning you out? Right? Did you lose your job? And that kind of made you realize, I need to do something different. Were you looking for more purpose or community or connection? What was the thing that you were struggling with 
that made you say yes? And how did that problem make you feel? Now, here's what's interesting. We take people through this kind of conversation. What I see most of the time, it's not that money isn't a factor. It's usually not the number one thing. Now, sometimes people might say to me, well, you know, I needed to make money, right? I want, you know, my family needed money. But if you dig a little deeper, there was always something else. Because you can make money doing anything, by the way. You know, there was something else that drove you to this. But identifying that problem is really important because it helps you start to form a different emotional attachment to your business. So I'll give you an example of a, a coaching session that I did with one of our clients. She had been in the business, her business for a year. She hadn't recruited a single person. She literally gotten to the point where she stopped talking to people because she was feeling so discouraged, so lacking confidence. She's like, I can't even talk to people anymore because she's like, I've been doing this for a year. I don't have any results. How are people going to take me seriously? I'm not credible because she had been conditioned and taught to think transactionally, which always leads you to believe that success is tied to some rank or result. So she kept creating this story. I'm not successful. I'm not successful. How are people going to want to join me? And so we're having this conversation and I can clearly see, man, she is just stuck, right? And I said, well, let's just stop for a second here. Forget about the results just for a moment. As hard as that is to do, I know sometimes. And I said, talk to me about you. She goes, what do you mean? I go, you, like, are you the same person today, one year later than you were when you first joined? And her entire state shifted. She's like, oh my God, no, like, I don't even know where to start. I'm like, we'll start somewhere. She goes, I'm a better mom. I'm more positive, right? I'm healthier. I've got more energy. She just went on and on and on and on about how much better her life was. And she was. But the interesting thing is all she was ever focusing was this one little segment of it, which was I didn't have the results. And I said, well, you do have the results. You're just looking at the wrong kind of results. And I said, let me ask you this. What if I told you that the way that you become successful, the way that you get the results is you actually find a way to start feeling better about you in your business? Because what we forget to realize is this, the first and the most important sale that you will ever make, that you must make in your business is selling yourself on yourself. See, you sell your products okay because you know your products have value, but you don't sell yourself very well because you don't believe you have value to offer people when it comes to the business. And here's the reason why. Because you're thinking transactionally, you're looking at people like Lee and the other leaders of the company, and you're constantly thinking, I'm not them. How could I recruit a Lee? How could I find that person? It's always this conversation of, of lack and not good enough and scarcity. Well, guess what? There is no one else in the world that is better equipped to help the version of who you were before you started than you. And I'm telling you, if you can start going out from a place of purpose and passion, knowing that there are lots of other women out there in the world that were just like you. And here's the thing. We get so conditioned because we talk about freedom and financial independence, and we just think that that's what people want. 
And we forget that's not what you were looking for when you started. You know, I have one of my coaching clients, Shannon, we were going through this process together and she said, Bob, when I, you know, when I talk to people, I talk about freedom and I talk about this and she, cause she had a lot of success. And I go, Shannon, tell, let's go back to who you were before you started. And she told me this story. She goes, I was a single mom. I had just went through a really bad divorce. I had absolutely no confidence, no self-worth. I was taking these products and I love them. And my friend said, why don't you try this to see if you can make some money? And she goes, I shared it with a couple of people and I got a $56 check in the mail. And she said, you might look at that as nothing, but that check changed my life because it showed me for the first time ever a single mom going through everything that I had gone through, feeling beaten down and broken that I could actually do this. And I said, Shannon, here's the problem. You're talking about things to people today that would not even have been on your radar screen when you started. If somebody would have sold you those bill of goods, you wouldn't even have done it. And this is the problem that we have. We always sell to the dream without first connecting with people around where they are. See, that's the way that you create success. You meet people where they are. You connect where they are. And when you realize that the value that you have to offer somebody goes so far beyond making money and hitting a rank, think about everything that you have. Think about how much better your life is today and think about how selfish it would be for you to not give that gift to others. And when this is the conversation that's happening in our mind, when this is the focus and you will feel so much different about conversations. They will become fulfilling. They will become fun. It's not that you don't want people to join, but it doesn't matter as much anymore because you're more focused and tuned into the fact that you can help and you believe you can help. And people start to sense that. So what I'm introducing you today is it's just a shift in awareness that the fact that you don't have the results that you want today it is not because you're not capable. You are 100% capable, but it's going to require you to take a new approach and a different approach. And here's the good news. It's going to feel so much better. And so this, all of this is the reason why I believe that this is the single most important conversation that every single person in this entire profession needs to hear. And I might be biased because I'm having it with you, but I believe it. I mean, this is our mission today. A big part, just kind of wrapping this up and circling back to a big part about Love, Serve, Grow, we argue that the secret to long-term success and fulfillment is without a doubt putting love at the center of your business and life. There's nothing that will transform your life faster than putting love at the center of it. And what that means is it means that you believe in yourself and what you do. but the outgrowth of love is a transformational approach to your business. See, when you truly believe that you are worthy and that you don't need a follower or a rank or a commission check to have value, that gives you the ability to stop focusing so much on you and your problems and what you need. And it gives you the ability to truly start showing up and focusing on how you can help. This is really from a strategic point of view. If all you did was just start going into your conversations, asking yourself, can I help this person? But not just from a, a cloudy point of view, but from a specific framework of knowing exactly what you're looking for. We teach you how to find your problems. We teach you how to ask the right questions. I mean, we had all this stuff. It's down to a science. But today, I just wanted to create an awareness in you that this is something that you need to be leaning into in your business. So Lee, with that, I'll, I'll kick it back over to you and, and we can take a couple of questions if you like. 
Thank you so much. That was so powerful. I have followed you from back in the Periscope days. And like, I just, you're amazing. I, I say this all the time, but you're amazing. I've got a couple of people who have direct messaged me though, who are very interested in becoming part of Love, Serve, Grow. So if you could share, you know, I know you've got a website that they can go on to get signed up. I know that that would be amazing. Yeah. So unfortunately, we're not open for enrollment right now today, but but we are going to be opening back up. We've been making some enhancements to the program, creating some new training and tools that we're really excited about. So what I would say to any of you that are interested, shoot me a DM on Instagram. So DM me on Instagram. It's just look, it's under my name, or you can just search your virtual upline. DM me on Instagram and let me know you're interested. And once we do, uh, we're hoping to have the program opened up again sometime this month. It it might be January 1st, but sometime in the next couple of weeks, I'll kind of save your message. And when we are ready, I'll go back and make sure we let you know. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Does anyone have any questions that they had for him? I don't know. I I took three pages of notes (laughs) and I've been in this business for a long time. I'll tell you, no matter how many times I hear it, it's just good to... Just absorb yeah, uh, it and and remind yourself, you know. A good follow-up would be the podcast for sure. So your virtual upline podcast. We've done lots of episodes recently on this related to this topic. So I think that would be a cool thing to check out. And then, you know, just Instagram is the place where we're creating most of our content. So let's Perfect. just be connected there. So Perfect. Well, Lee, thanks for having me today. Thank I enjoyed you. getting a chance to hang out with everybody. I hope you got some value out of the message today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And thank you guys all again for donating. Take care, everybody. Thank you. So I hope you got some value out of that message. I just think, man, the more I talk about this, the more clear I am that this is such an important thing for every person in our profession. So like I said earlier, look, if you've got a big team, if you can get a big group together, we hop on a 30-minute Zoom. I'll train your team on the exact same stuff. And uh, like I said, I don't want to sell anything. I've got nothing to sell. I just want to help. And that's going to be our mission for 2023 is to spread this word to as many people as possible. So as always, thanks for being here. Love and appreciate all of you for being a part of this community and uh, hope to hear from you soon. Take care.